Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This is the Friday, February 4th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. We'll set you up in a little more than 10 minutes with everything you need to know heading into this evening and this weekend's slate of games. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Tyler Fulgham and Anita Marks with you on this Friday morn. Anita, good afternoon to you. You're on the East Coast. It's still wretched, cold, snowy, awful weather there. Why you got to go there, dude? <laughs> I look outside like, really? my window. You gotta, right you now. gotta like it's not like it's like <laughs> it's bad enough that I have to sit here and watch, you know, copious amounts of hours of dudes teen it up at Pebble and being so jelly that. <laughs> You just have to, you just have to rub it in, Ty. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Thanks. Let me yep, throw some thanks. peanut butter thanks. on that jelly. I will be playing in a two-man scramble at my club just tomorrow. Stop. And, you know, I'm going to have to bundle up, Anita, because it's going to be like 58, 59. Yeah. It may creep into the I lower can't. 60s. So I'm going to be, you know, freezing my arse off as well when I'm playing mm-hmm. golf tomorrow in our two-man scramble. Speaking of which, let's start there because it's time-sensitive information. We are in round two, as you mentioned, of the AT&T Pebble Beach program uh, down in Southern California. Tori, um, I'm sorry, Spyglass, Pebble Beach, um, a fun event. And we saw the uh, leaderboard after round one. Um, your leader at nine under, um, Seamus Power at eight under, Sean O'Hare at seven under. But it's Tom Hogue, or is it Hoagie Hogue, um, at nine under, who is your leader. But I know there are there was a couple of guys that you wanted to point out for their round two matchup, and they tee off. So you'll probably shortly after this post to uh, your podcast platform. So uh, feed the people a, uh, a nice warm round to uh, winner on the uh, AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Yeah. You know, I, I, I love making money each and every day, Thursday through Sunday in regard to matchups. Uh, but the, the matchups here that, you know, Pebble is such a very unique course in regard to what you need in your bag to win. And so the juice is just, for me, too much. So, for example, like this round for Cantlay against, and, and again, I apologize for my pronunciations. Is it Chappelle? Chappelle? I think it's, it's minus Chapel. three. There Kevin you go, Chapel. Chapel. Thank you very much. I think. Uh, the second one gets even more difficult. So be ready, please. Um, <laughs> so Cantlay is minus three hundred five. Like that's just too much juice for me. So what I'm going to do is Cantlay is just so masterful. Uh, on this, uh, not just not just Pebble, but in, in in all the tracks that he plays here. And of course, they're playing three tracks throughout the course of the next three days. Uh, today, Cantley Cantley is on Spyglass, by the way, um, as well as uh, Mav McNeely. So I'm playing both of those, and these are two guys that I liked coming in. If you watched my analysis on Daily Wager. Um, I have both these guys finishing in the top five, top 10. I put money down on that and they're both, you know, Mav has just had a phenomenal start to the season for himself out there on the West coast. His juice is minus two ten um, against um, <laughs> is, is it F 
Afburnerot. I know this one. It's Kiradex. <laughs> this this one's easy. Here, I, I got you. I got you. This one. It's actually a fun one to say. It's Afi Barnrat. So you just go. think Afi, like Alfie without the L. Afi Barnrat. You had me a rat. You had me a rat, dude. But so uh, his juice is minus 210. So what I'm going to do is these guys are just such studs on um, not again, you know, spyglass, you arguably the second most difficult course, uh, the Monterey Coast Country Club, that is mm -hmm. the easiest pebble, the most difficult. So uh, I'm going to play this as a two way parlay round two matchup and therefore i'm going to play cantley to win his matchup mcneely mcneely to win his matchup and you get that at minus 104 that's how i'm playing that in regard to winning the tournament for me it's jason day he played the most difficult course yesterday which was spyglass uh he's got he's he's probably the best uh i'm sorry so yesterday he played pebble he plays spyglass today i'm sorry he plays monterey the monterey uh coast country club today and he plays spyglass on saturday and then that's when the cut line happens so he is one of the best on tour to play those two final rounds today and tomorrow and i think he's in a really good situation to really make some noise get up there on the leaderboard where he's in contention on sunday and you can get him right now at 28 to 1 to win the tournament so i would hashtag run don't walk you know i like to say that that's yep. who i would especially with those odds Tyler, mm -hmm. that's why I'd put money on right now to continue. I liked him coming in. He was my pick to win uh, when this tournament began on Wednesday, Wednesday night into, into Thursday morning. And he's still my play. And right now you get him at 28 to 1. I'm all over it. All right. We got for the uh, PGA Tour fans who are rolling their eyes at us. I can confirm that first round leader, Tom Hoagie, is how you pronounce the name, like a sandwich. Tom Hoagie <laughs> from the PGA Tour side. And it is Kevin Chapel. And if you don't, Want to have to worry about Chapel, the uh, end of that, the last syllable, you can just call him by his uh, nickname, which is Chappie. You can just call him Chappie if you would like. So for all the PGA Tour fans rolling their eyes at our pronunciation, <laughs> Kiradek, Afi Barnrat, Kevin Chapel, and Tom Hoagie, uh, the golfers we're discussing today. Everyone knows how to pronounce, though, Jason Day, the Aussie, which is your pick at 28 to 1. Run, don't walk to the window for the AT&T Pebble Beach program. All right, let's get to the NBA, a Friday slate with a couple of key matchups um, that are worth noting. Again, I'll let you lead it off here. Anita, what stands out to you in the association slate? Uh, there's three games that I, I, I love right now. Uh, one is uh, the Hawks at the Raptors. Raptors favored by two. Uh, both these teams on a back-to-back, -back, but Atlanta having to travel to Canada, take on the Toronto Raptors. Collins is going to be a game time decision. He's been such a big key to why Atlanta has been playing so well. They've won four of their last five. I know that the Raptors went into overtime last night. Siakam played 45 minutes, but to me, they're still the better team. Uh, the key here is going to be their perimeter defense against the Hawks. And I do believe that they step up. They're six and three on their second games of back to back against the spread where Atlanta is three and six. So I'm on the Raptors. I also like the Jazz. Uh, as you know, I'm here in New York in the New Jersey area, and the Nets are just a hot mess. I mean, let's marinate in this. You know, when, when, when Harden can play 37 minutes and only put up four points, and when Kyrie can play 36 minutes and only put up 14, you know something is wrong, right? Like, Katie's still out. 
uh, Aldridge is, is still out. They're on a six-game losing streak. And meanwhile, you've got a Jazz team. They're only getting better. Whiteside's back. Uh, Mitchell is expected. I know he's probable for tonight. Hopefully he suits up. Uh, Clarkson as well. So Jazz are heading in the right direction. Nets are heading, heading in the wrong direction. So I like the Jazz tonight, minus five. And then last but not least, I love, love, love the 76ers on the money line against the Mavs. The Mavs, no KP, no Hardaway. Uh, really where this game is going to be won is in the paint. And you're talking about Embiid, one of the best, if the not best player in the NBA. So uh, I'm just, I'm all over the 76ers. I also like Embiid over 11 and a half rebounds tonight. Those are my three favorite plays. Yeah, I do have a play in that uh, Mavs Sixers game. It's an ESPN game, by the way. Should be a good one from Dallas. So uh, make sure you're tuned in to watch that one uh, with a couple of the uh, best players in the NBA on the floor and Doncic and Embiid. I like the under. It's two ten and a half. Um, both these teams are bottom five. They're actually tied for 26 in the NBA in pace. They both have a top 10 defensive rating. Dallas a little bit better at fifth than Philly, which is ninth. Meanwhile, when you look at just the trends this season of uh, over under Dallas is 19, six and one to the under this season at home by far the best under rate in the NBA. 76% of their games at home have gone under Philly. While not quite as, um, intensely is an under team when they're on the road this season 56 percent of their games are under and although dallas has given up a lot of points and played um kind of poorly defensively the last couple of games that was against okc and the orlando magic um they did have the number one defensive rating in the nba in the month of january but the last two games they've played against really really poor teams in okc and orlando they've given up more than 100 points I'm going to chalk that up to just kind of taking the opponent too lightly. And especially since they, I believe they lost that last game to OKC, I think they're going to have a really focused defensive effort in this matchup. They're going to be up for the game anyway, since it's against an MVP candidate like Embiid and it's on their home floor on ESPN. So I think that pace for both teams will be slow. I think the defenses will be locked in. And even without Chris Porzingis on the floor, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Even though the last couple of games they've struggled defensively over the course of the entire season, not only is their pace slower when KP is off the floor, but their defensive rating is slightly better when Kristaps Porzingis is off the floor over the course of more than 1,600 minutes. So I'll trust that, um, you know, large data sample rather than the minor two-game uh, small sample where I think they probably just mentally didn't take those apart seriously as they should because it's the magic and the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. So I like the under two ten and a half with those two teams, slow-paced, good defensively. You know this is something that I've always uh, am going to when I see the Spurs at home in the NBA. I'm going to play the over, and you don't have a better matchup for points in the NBA than the Houston Rockets. That's their opponent tonight. It's a high total of 236.5, but San Antonio is 18-9-1 to the over on their home for the season. And again, Houston is literally the best possible matchup you can get for offense in the NBA. They're first in pace. They're dead last in defensive rating. And not only are they dead last in defensive rating, they're dead last in turnover rate. So they play fast, they play no defense, and they give you easy free possessions by being careless with the basketball. So it is high, 236 and a half, but I will not be deterred. I have Spurs Rockets over 236 and a half. And another game that you may want to wait and see if it gets a little more valuable for you. It was seven and a half this morning. I'm looking right now and it's eight. But I want to grab the points with those Oklahoma City Thunder on the road against Portland. OKC, again, just coming off without Shea Gilgis-Alexander, a win against those Dallas Mavericks. 
And they are, despite being one of the worst teams in the NBA, they're like the Detroit Lions of the NBA this season. They don't win basketball games, but they cover. 31-17-2, ATS this season, Anita. That's second best in the NBA by only the Memphis Grizzlies. They're also second best in the NBA when it comes to road ATS, 16-9. Again, they're the Detroit Lions of the NBA this season. They're not good in reality, but they're good for your pocketbook. They're good for your wallet because the market just every single night you know, underrates them relative to competition. They're not going to win games, but they're giving Oklahoma City too many points. So even again, without Shea Gilgis-Alexander, I'll take the eight. I wouldn't be surprised if it gets up to eight and a half, nine, because SGA, their best player, is out, and this game is in Portland. But Portland's not a good team. They don't have Dame. They've struggled all year long, even when Dame was in there. So eight points, I think OKC, not at the win, but they can keep that close against a Portland team that certainly does not scare me. So that's how I'm looking at the NBA slate with you, Anita. We won't have the Super Bowl until next Sunday, but we do have the Pro Bowl this weekend right where I'm at in Las Vegas. I don't really have much in terms of betting the Pro Bowl. I'll just say I can't bet an under. It's 61 and a half. And in a game where defense is not even optional, it's like don't play defense or you'll be asked to leave the game because no one wants to get hurt. I'm either playing the over of 61 and a half or not playing the game at all. Do you have any football you'd like to discuss whether it's the pro bowl this weekend in vegas or the super bowl next weekend in la you know it's it's interesting it's interesting you say that because uh, the the over of uh 61 and a half has not hit since 2015 yeah. Tyler. <laughs> right? right i know but i i can't bring myself to do that though no one there <laughs> wants to play defense they don't want to tackle I mean, again, like, you know, how serious are these guys in regard to playing this game? I don't think they are. So, uh, so a few things. Uh, number one, uh, the AFC has, has won 25 of 20, 20 have gone, has gone 25 and 22, right? So, okay. I, I mean, really, it's a, let's be honest, it's a coin flip, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the AFC has won four straight. One would argue that the AFC is is a better division right now than the NFC. I think that's a fair argument to make if you look across the board regard to AFC teams and and their rosters. Um, here here's why I'm leaning on the AFC is because they have less replacements, especially at quarterback. Right, like Cousins is filling in for Rodgers. I don't know, maybe he's going back to Jamaica to jump. Uh, uh, what he called with his his fiance? What they were jumping? Uh, what was it? Um, you know the pictures that they that that came out prior to cliff jumping. Yeah, yeah, but they were what were they? Uh, waterfalls. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. Uh, cue, cue the TLC music, please. <laughs> uh, go chase That's all we can say. All exactly. we can sing. We'll get in trouble because we don't have rights to that. <laughs> So you've got Cousins in for Rodgers. You've got Wilson in for Brady. Why is Brady not playing in this? This is his last swan song. Like, dude, like, go to go to Vegas play. What are you doing? <laughs> anyway, uh, AFC, the AFC has Herbert, Mahomes, and Lamar Jackson. Okay, check. Um, so I'm leaning towards the AFC for those two reasons, and I'm and I'm gonna roll with the under just because it hasn't gone over. <laughs> 2015 so a little wine uh, bet maybe, for the pro know, maybe, bowl how about that maybe maybe you'll you'll owe me another bottle of wine <laughs> yeah i think i owe you a case by this point so we'll just we'll just wait till it gets up to 24 <laughs> and i'll just send you a nice 
a nice case of Screaming Eagle with all the money you've helped me win. All right. I guess that'll do it for a uh, Friday edition of the Daily Wager podcast. Of course, Renita and I are on the mic a little more than 10 minutes. The bets you need, as promised. Uh, Please send her her warmest regards as well as she tries to dig out of the snow and ice on the East Coast. And please mother F me while I play golf all weekend here in sunny, lovely Las Vegas. And do us a favor. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow if you're enjoying the show. It helps us out tremendously. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll talk to you guys on Monday next week on the Daily Wager Podcast. Thanks.